Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Hey, welcome to Wednesday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. In easy trivia, he's about to win another season. The wisdom he has from old age could be the reason. Here he is, Eddie, everybody, <laughs> our video producer. Hey, so shout out to my 15-year-old son. He just passed his driver's test, the written one. Pretty cool, dude. I and I was his proctor. You get to give him the test? Yeah. Is that legit? Parents can just give. Why did you not just pass your kid then? No, 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 no. no, no. no. I, I was proctor for my daughter, and you want them to pass because you want them to be good drivers. Or well, if you want them to go pick up groceries, you pass them a little easier. Well, here's the deal. that He could take two chances to take the test. So if he failed the first one, he could take the second I one. I can't believe they let parents grade the tests. Wow. But I had to sign like five documents, man, saying I wouldn't cheat. Yeah, so you I, have to like, there's this whole app. You have to shoot, scan wow. your yeah. face. Sign to make documents, sure you, scan faces. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, they had my face, dude. It's legit. It, feel, it makes it feel like they're going to come after you if you do something wrong. Yeah. So, he passed. He passed. He nailed it. Barely passed. Like, barely. It was really, really close. And what I would do is I would kind of mentally take the test with him, like, as he was answering. And I wouldn't tell him if he was right or wrong. But I would be like, oh, that's definitely B in my head. And then, dude, I don't think I would have passed. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and it's those it's those questions with, like, how many feet do yeah. you need to stop, you know? And, like, I couldn't do those. When does he drive? Uh, then we do dri- driver's ed. He's going to take classes, like, in the next couple of weeks. And then we actually get the permit. What's a permit now? 15 and a half? What do you mean? Well, he's 15, so I think at any age 15, he gets the permit. We could get him at 14 in Arkansas. I don't know if it's like that still. I think here you could do that if you have a hardship. 15 and a half, though, then became the age in other states when you could actually get your permit with somebody in the car, but just 15 now, it seems like it's here. Just 15. It's and crazy, Amy's daughter driving, too. Like I know. Uh, don't they seem so small and young? Yeah. Yes. That's wild. All right, well, good luck, Eddie. Thank you. This guy was once on Jerry Springer, and there's no way he could ever be a singer. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Amy, I got a question for you. Who does who does Eddie try to be? Like, who does he try to act like and imitate and be like? 
That's a good question. A good question. Hmm. I'm going to like say... In here, you mean? No, just generally. Yeah. yeah, like, who does he try to model his, like, he dresses like? He tries to do what this person he does. He wears Bobby's clothes. But I give him my clothes. They're Bobby's clothes. He works out with you and your trainer. Yeah, because no. I said, hey, yeah. we're going to work out at this time. You're he free. He joined your band. Okay. No. Wait, wait. Hang on. No. Hey, Amy, thank you. Me? You answered no, my question No, he did more. not join my band. That's our band. Thank you. Well, you had the band in high school. Yeah, yeah but, but I didn't know him dead. in high school. Yeah. yeah. You guys are just Eddie hating right now. He's asking me questions. I didn't. join the band. That's not accurate or fair. What's that? your point? And he lives five minutes from me, and I'm like, like hey, we're working out this time. This isn't my segment. I, I am just glad here? that Amy realizes that also that don't. Eddie wants to be Bobby, and we have another example for the 500th time. Eddie does something now that Bobby does. I look back here yesterday. Eddie now carries a fanny pack. All of a sudden, he's carrying a fanny pack because Bobby carries a fanny pack. What? It's hilarious. I don't have a fanny pack. Oh, you, you did have a Whataburger no. one. You oh, didn't have a Whataburger one? That was a Christmas gift. Yeah, and I yeah. only needed that because I ran out of Ziploc bags, and that's where I put my boiled eggs. I'd only seen it one time ever. And you I know was, what? I didn't invent the fanny pack. Wait, <laughs> did you put just boiled eggs in a bag? Because like No, a, it's, it's, it's it's like one of those, uh, like, keeps it cool fanny no, no. packs. Wait, but you put it in plastic and then in the bag. No, right? just the No, he said he ran out <laughs> oh, well, of plastic. Oh. I mean, it was in the shell. Oh, my it was in the shell. Oh, it's not peeled. Okay, okay, okay. That's What's wrong with you guys? Well, I I don't know. I thought you had already peeled it and it was rolling around in there. No. I thought you were just taking it and put it in a plastic bag and then put it in the fanny pack. Mm. No, I didn't have plastic bags, so I just put the eggs with a shell on in my fanny pack. I saw the fanny pack, too, and I was like, look at Eddie. No, no, look I, at Eddie. I, trying to be like Bobby. No, like, I didn't yeah. invent the no, fanny no, pack. I understand you didn't invent it. And but I have he, different ones. I, I have all different bags. <laughs> I just have one that is kind of a fanny pack shape, but it's actually bigger than that. I like you, dude, but I'm not trying to be like Bobby. Okay. But why'd you say I like you then you said Bobby? Because it's like I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like uh, I don't. I think they're jealous. Wait, no, 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 no. Who's jealous? I you was guys. asked a question and no, I was you trying said to think you joined of the my way. band. No, that's okay, not true. I you made it. that up. No. Fake news. But Amy, you could have said anybody and you knew no, you that you kept leading her to it like right? you kept going. Who is it in the room? Okay. Right. And less I started, than 10 feet away. I started with that he wears your clothes. No, literally cuz I give them Mike does too sometimes. Right. I wear them once for TV and then I'm like you guys can have them if you want them. Okay, fine. I'm not answering questions anymore. Exactly. You made the wrong decision messing with us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, Eddie, you can wear a fanny pack if you want. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, she's always looking for signs from above. And when we make fun of her, it's nothing but love. Here she is, Amy everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of changes I've had to do just being on my own in my house and I changed my alarm code and I don't have to ever enter it manually though because I have the app on my phone. And so when I go, I pull up ADT and I arm and then I disarm, no code necessary. Well, my phone was offline. Well, first of all, I didn't remember that we set the alarm and I accidentally opened the garage door and the alarm starts blaring. So I'm like, get my phone, get my phone. And I pull up the app and it's offline for some reason, but everything was. My Wi-Fi was kicked off or something. So I had no way to deactivate it. So it just went off. It just, went it just kept going. But I mean, I know the drill. They're going to call me and then they say, hey, Mrs. Brown, is everything okay? And I say, yes. And they're like, uh, we're going to need the safe word. And then I give them my word and then they know that I'm me and I'm okay. And then they're like, okay, we're, we won't send the police and we'll deactivate the alarm. Have a great day. But, and that happened. And that's what they did. And then I need, so now I still haven't reset the four digit code. I don't know what it is. Can you reset it by saying the safe word? Spanking. No. <laughs> is it safe word or is it code word? I don't know. I mean, you said safe word. I just let it go. I'll be honest with you. I think it's safe word. Like, are you Amy, safe? I don't know that that's the thing. Usually it's secret word when they call me. Or your, 
I feel like she said safe word. Somebody but said maybe safe she word. Didn't. Okay, listen. So I got to reset my code, yeah, but it also just made me think of the time that I, my alarm went off. I set it off, and I didn't have time to deal with it because I was going to be late to work. So I just let it roll, and cops showed up. Oh, no. Why didn't I call you, though? I don't know. Maybe at that time they called my husband. I don't know. Oh, maybe so. I'm, or maybe I missed. I don't know. I just remember thinking. Yeah, she was like, well, I can't be late to work. So she's left with the alarm on. It's terrible. And her kids there. <laughs> yeah, they were sleeping. Oh. But, you know, not my proudest we moment. We run a tight ship around here, don't we, boys? Now I know. You told me. You made it very clear. Hey, if that's the case, just call. It's fine. Yeah. But I mean, at the time, I just, sometimes you just, you know, fight or flight. So these guys, who left their car on the side no, of the road? No, no, I was going to leave my car. We were so we, close. We were, going, we were going to something with, I don't know, was it CMA Fest? And we had to be there to meet and greet listeners. And we drive and we're stuck on a bridge for 20 minutes. And we're like, we're going to be late. And I was like, dude, let's just leave the Ultima. Let's leave it right let's here. Let's just leave it right out. here. And then he goes, run. are you sure? And I, was like, and I was like, yeah, dude, we'll just run. And he goes, I don't think it's worth it, dude. We'll just be late. <laughs> and I was like, I- I'm ready to get out of the Ultima right now and just leave it on the bridge. But you didn't pull to the... No, no, no I was going to leave it right there in the lane. Man. There's no side on the That's bridge. <laughs> Raymundo hit me up. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he doesn't really eat sugar now, and his persistence really makes you go, wow. Bobby Bones. Thank you. I'm going to say this. Every night at like 1 a.m., sometimes 2, but I wake up. <laughs> Every night for like the past month. And I know as soon as I wake up what time it is, like 1 a.m., like 1.30. It's just way before I should wake up. Today, I'm saying this out loud so you guys can hold me accountable. I'm going to message through the portal my doctor and go, I need to do a sleep study because I don't know what's happening here. My honest fear is they're going to put a big machine on me, make me want to sleep in a machine every night in my house. Ooh, that's going to be weird. Oh, I like- don't know that that's the case, but that's my fear is that it's I'm going to have to get into some chamber with a thing strapped <laughs> around my head. <sighs> but I don't. I sleep terribly. Just terribly. I'm having a really bad like life. No? And so it's sleeping. <laughs> oh man. But no, but like the last Sleep few months have been have been really bad. So that's what I'm gonna do. So you guys can hold me accountable, check back in, in a week or so. Okay. So when are you're gonna do it at your house or don't you have to I, spend no, the night? I, I don't know. I just have to go to doctor's office. Like no, 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 everybody, relax. I'm yeah. just gonna message him and say I need a sleep study and we're oh. gonna go from there. Well, let okay. us know. Because I have no idea. Or we could do it live and uh, we could put a bed I, here in I the studio. I never go to sleep. I'd never go to sleep. And then we just do the cameras live and we just I would never go to sleep. Oh. I'd be at work and I'd be like, all right, let's do this bit. Let's do that bit. <laughs> all right, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. It's time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Oh, 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 Bobby Bones. Last night, my sixth grade daughter had a school recital that I attended alone. While my ex-wife sat on the complete other side of the auditorium. The ex-wife thing is relatively new. And it's apparently caught the attention of one of my daughter's teachers who, without going into too much detail, made it clear to me that she was interested in me now that I have an ex-wife. As flattering as that is, I was also getting the major league stink eye from this ex-wife, and I know she knows. Do I go for it? What are the pitfalls of dating my kid's teacher? <laughs> it's a weird world getting back in the dating scene. I'm afraid this might be too weird for me. Signed, hot for teacher. Amy. I would say let's wait until your child is out of that class. If you then still feel the same way, then you should proceed and ask her out on a date. But while your daughter is in her class and uh, your your daughter's mom is still involved with that teacher, this is just not, I just wouldn't advise it. It seems like you're asking for trouble. Lunchbox? 
Listen, man, if the heart is in love, you got to go for it. Look, she's a hottie. Just say, hey, let's grab some dinner. It's not a, what is it going to affect her GPA in elementary school? <laughs> Who cares about the GPA at elementary school? <laughs> go for it. Eddie? I'm with Amy. Like, just, just wait. It's conflict of interest here. Like, wait till next year. Wait till two years. Yeah, but what if, I mean, in a year, a lot of stuff can happen. What if she finds yeah. a boyfriend? Well, then really it's, like her? What it's if not she, meant to be then. What if you get a sign to go for it? Ooh, that now you you're talking. Your sign. Now you're okay. talking. Yeah, what if it's like. I guess the sign is school's almost out, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. True. That's true. So, long. Lunchbox, you say go for it. Yeah, you see something you want, you go get it. Don't wait oh. around. What does Bobby always say? Quit making excuses. <laughs> go get it done. I don't know. This is <laughs> kind of that you case. Can't but, quote him. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, your ex-wife being involved with the teacher of your child isn't really an excuse. It's just a, it's just a facts. Here's what I would say. If it is affecting the kid's life in any way, Negatively, you don't do it. And I feel like this would do that. Oh, yeah. For this time. Because the mom could be upset with the teacher. The teacher could treat the kid differently. Not about a grade. That they could debt. You could break up with her while she has the. There's just, it could affect the kid negatively. There's too many variables. So I would go no for now. But Amy has a point. Here we are. We're, we're in May. What's the deal with school? When's it end? Oh, like this year sometime? This month for most <laughs> places. Months. I mean, yeah. I'd say yeah. anywhere on, from man. May 10th to May 30th. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, this year sometime. <laughs> Let it end. And I get it. If she's super cool, super, super attractive, you don't want to let it but just have that conversation. About, hey, what? As soon as the season, season, is it called season? No, school year. Uh, school year. Yeah, yeah. As soon as school year's over, I know it's called. Uh, I think it'd be good. If she likes you, she'll wait two months. That's it. It could affect the kid in a bad way so that you don't do it. That's the mailbag, or you do it secretly. No. No, 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 never mind. I didn't mean that. Be patient. Absolutely. Be patient. Yes. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Right now we have Emily on the phone calling us from Cincinnati, Ohio. Emily, good morning. Welcome to the show. What's going on? So I received um, a call this morning from a woman named Kathy in Florida. I do not know Kathy, but... I own a flower company called Petal and Stem in Cincinnati, Ohio, and she left me a voicemail and said, you don't know me. However, I just heard you on the Bobby Bones show, and I feel like you should know about it, and I'm really proud of what you guys are doing, and it just completely made my day, so I called her back, talked to her, and now I'm calling you guys to see if this was true, and if so, I'm super grateful, so thank you. Well, so it is true. We have a segment that we call Tell Me Something Good. We've been doing it for like... 15, 20 years, and Amy had highlighted you on our show. Amy, what do you remember about the story? Yeah, so from what I recall, you have, if you have flowers left over, you don't let them go to waste, like say it's for a wedding or a funeral or anything, and you go around to hospitals so that they can, you know, feel the joy because you yourself spend some time in a hospital. And then also you go to Ronald McDonald House like once a month or so and teach flower arranging and Trader Joe's donates the flowers, this whole thing. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, that's completely Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, Emily, why why did you start this and kind of what motivated you to actually do it? Well, thank you. So, I went to Xavier University in Cincinnati, and at the end of my freshman year, um, I woke up and could not feel my legs and was completely paralyzed when I had been totally healthy my whole life. And fast forward, you know, I just hit my eight-year anniversary at the Cleveland Clinic and have undergone over 30 surgeries and a lot of treatment and it's changed my life in the best way possible and I now live a pretty much normal normal life and 
my mom and I and my siblings, we've been going to Cleveland for eight years and they have just shown us so much love and gratitude. And I just want to give that back to people. So I have a service dog named Norman and we go and visit patients on Sundays and we bring all of my extra flowers every Sunday to hospital nurses and patients and really kind of give them some love, especially the ones that aren't getting visitors. Wow. That's pretty great. So everybody, if you're in the Cincinnati area Mm -hmm. or you're in like Northwestern Kentucky, you know, because a lot of my Kentucky friends are big Bengals fans and Reds fans. Pedal and stem. That's what it is. Emily in Cincinnati. There she is. It's real life. We we hardly get to talk to them. How does she make money off of this? They're the leftovers. No, no, but how do do you make money off of this? I don't think she does. I think it's volunteer. I I don't. So I, I make money normally just from selling flowers to customers. And then whatever I have left over... It, you know, I've already bought it. It's it's going to go to the trash. So I give them, you know, to hospitals. And then all of my bridal and event clients get to choose if they want me to come at the end of the night of their event. So this past weekend, Northern Kentucky University had me come at the end of the gala that I did for them. And I took over 40 centerpieces the very next morning to a bunch of ER nurses at St. Elizabeth. It's awesome. Okay, so she has a flower. I, I was just wondering, like, if she just did all that. Like, I was like, she's gonna go broke, guys. Well, she has a company. I, I didn't realize it was a company. That's why I was asking how she makes money. Flowers. Yeah, we said it. Yeah, no, no, I, I understood she, you said that, but all I heard was that she gives stuff times. away yeah. for free. I said if like weddings, like yeah. funerals, yeah, yeah that's a real word. Her own no, flowers. No, I yeah. thought she just went to weddings to collect these. I didn't realize she was the one that actually <laughs> made the arrangements for the wedding, and then okay, got it. Thank you. Hey, Emily, thank you for doing what you do. We really appreciate it, and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you guys so much. It's made my day. All right. Yeah. See you later. And I, oh, Emily, I feel like she added the extra layer with the service dog. I don't know that we had that fun fact. Hey, it was up to you to read it to us. <laughs> I don't know it that out. it was in yeah. the news article. I love it, though. That's pretty cool. Here's a voicemail we got last night as well. Hey, Bobby. I'm just calling to say thank you. I'm listening to Thursday's podcast, and you were giving Scuba Steve a kick in the behind. Uh, tell him to take 15 minutes a day. He is his own priority. And it doesn't get easier when your kids get older. You still don't have time. So making time is critical. And I think you've inspired me to find 15 minutes a day to do what I want to do. So thank you for that. There's things I've been procrastinating and making busyness an excuse. Have a good one. Thank you very much. And I'll check in with Scuba in a few weeks if he's been writing his show. Yeah. He's like, I got a great idea. I just don't have time. We have a list of priorities and we follow them based on what we really want to do. We are our priorities. And that just isn't a priority. Or he's scared to write it and it fail. Because that's always a fear. Like, yeah. uh, but really, you're just like, I mean, if I actually do it and it doesn't work, that means I spent all these years and it was a fail. So I just want to go and face that. 15 minutes a day, we'll check in. What if it's like a massive show? That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. That'd be awesome. And then Lunchbox gets his first, and then he gets an Oscar. Oh, wow, wow, wow. wow. I could could do that. I have have an idea, though, for a bit. Um, I'll tell it to you now. I want to get like an acting coach, and I want both of you guys to put something down on tape, and they don't know who you are. Like, they don't listen to the show. Maybe we get Morgan to do it too. Anybody who claims they're an actor and have them judge who the best actor on the show is. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, okay. You can break some hearts, though. Or. Make one heart feel real good. <laughs> and so true. a legit real acting coach? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I work with one. We can no, have... not a coach, but like a real one. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she, a, Mine is legit. a real one. I know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, I got like, one New York, Los Angeles, like in big productions. I have one. She lived in New York. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But she Fine. also knows you. Right, she'd be biased towards me, I'm yes. sure. So, But this person may have also 
Anyway, that's the bit. Okay. It doesn't matter. That's this the bet. That's the game we'll play at some point. Thank you. <laughs> Amy's like, mine's real. <laughs> Mine did a commercial once for Oval Redenbacher. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Yeah. Is she really? It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So John and Aaron Carpenter, their names, they went on a cross-country road trip in an RV, and they started realizing how important laundromats were across the country. So there they go. They're stopping at all these laundromats, and they're meeting people. They're seeing the laundromats where people can gather, but also people that can't afford a washer and dryer, like they have to go to laundromats. So they get back home, and like, we're going to do this. So they renovated an old laundromat, and inside of it, they put seating, a kid's area, and then they started doing free laundry days, and they noticed that a lot of people in their town actually came and used the free laundry days because even though the laundromat was there, sometimes they couldn't afford it because that's quarters, man. And it's, it's it takes real money to do that. So they built this. It was a big success. And they're like, we want to do another one. So people started donating. And now they're actually building laundromats all over the country, like renovating them so that other people can use these. And not always for free, but at least a low price so they can actually go and clean their clothes. And awesome. thinking of putting the, the kids area in there. I don't know that... I don't know that every laundromat has that, but they're thinking about all the elements of like having your kid there while you're trying to do laundry and they can have entertainment. Do you guys ever go to like the McDonald's or Chick-fil-A when it has a kid's area, or especially when they were young, on purpose? Oh, yeah. Because they have, like you would go to that one because the kid's area. All the time. That was like, you know, we got an hour to kill. We're going to McDonald's. And you play, I'll eat my burger. And would you use that to let them just run their energy out? Absolutely. For like a road trip? Yeah. Oh, that too. In the middle of a road trip, we'll be like, all right, we need to take two hours, stop at McDonald's. They can play in that playscape or whatever, and then we hit the road again. But most don't have that, right? You have to find it. You got to find it. Not every, I mean, I would say one out of every three, four. That many? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, shout out to John and Aaron Carpenter. Making their community a better place is pretty awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So apparently Lunchbox is a big work dilemma that he needs help with. So what's the dilemma? So we have iHeart Festival like in a week and a half, whatever, how many days away that is. But I've also been invited to the premiere of Fast X in Rome. <laughs> what? Hey, what? What? What is Fast? Like Fast and Furious? Ten. Okay, Fast oh, X. Okay. Oh. In Rome? And why did you get invited to this? I don't know. I got in my email said, come to the screening in Rome. You're invited. Rome what? Texas? Italy. <laughs> Isn't that where Rome is? Yeah, yeah but yeah. surely yeah. there's probably another Rome. Do you have the email? Yeah. Hold on. I pulled Who it did it come from? So it's either next weekend. Yeah, it's next weekend. I either go to the iHeart Festival or I go to Rome to see Fast X. Yeah, that's a pickle. <laughs> and so I'm like... Well, of course, I got to go to Rome. Are you right? sure that's not some scam? I don't know. I it, it says you're invited, and it's like a okay. Pull it up, and there's going to be the cast is going to be there, and Vin Diesel in Rome, Italy. Yes, I guess, and nobody it, else got this invite. And maybe oh, that's, I didn't get anything. Not that I know. Of. Maybe that's where the this one is set is Rome. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I didn't do any research about the movie. I figure Mike knows because he knows everything about the fast, you know, thing. But <laughs> like the franchise, franchise what it's yeah, called. Yeah. But I just got it, and I'm like, dude, how can I pass this opportunity up? So what if you said I want to go to Rome, which I still don't know that that's really the case here. But you say I want to go to Rome to this, and the company said, no, you need to go to Austin for Iron Country Festival. What would you do? 
That's why I'm coming to you because you would know how to operate the the channels. Like, what would? How do I handle that? Like, professional? can you let Eddie see the email? Yeah, hold on. I I still, there's nothing on this. Well, I, I'm I'm talking. But the more you're talking right now, just just do it. Right, it's it. hard to talk. No, 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 do it right now. Put your hands down. All right, all right. He's talking with his hands. Is it called Fast X? Yeah, I, okay. yeah. I just I don't know. It ends up being so a, an adult movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. I guess I just think it's too good to be true. Premiere and, and unless Rome? they're having it, but they want him to pay for everything. Okay, here it is. It Go says ahead. attend a VIP screening of Fast X, and it says Rome, May twelfth. Okay, but does it say you're invited for free? It's a press thing. I don't say any of that. That's what I'm just. I got the email, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. But it doesn't sound like they're paying for it. Like when Eddie went to the Elvis thing, they paid for that. Yeah, yeah, that was a full deal, hotel and everything. Whenever you go to California for these some of these press screenings, they pay for that for you to fly out there, hotel. But it doesn't. It, seem it sure like, seems like they're paying for me to go to Mike, Rome. You look at this. This just looks Mike, like a ticket that says like, here. I'm I, I feel like that's this. my ticket to go to Rome. It's like an evite. You think they sent you your airline <laughs> ticket? No, no, no. This is a premiere, like a ticket to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's my. But okay, my, so it, I don't think they're paying for it. Now that I hear this, but what if they don't pay for it, and you have to? Oh, pay for well, it? I can't do that. I can't. I can't afford. Like, it. is it a free? It doesn't look like they say they're paying for it, any kind of airfare, hmm. or even that he has like a credential or anything. He's <laughs> just like, hey, attend a screening. <laughs> I, I and it doesn't even say that Vin Diesel or anyone's going to be there. No, it does. No, it doesn't say that. Uh, but on. the actual premiere is in Rome, so there is a Rome. That's screening. what I'm telling you guys. I'm not joking. Like I, I got this. Okay, email. here's the thing. If I'll I'll make you this deal. <laughs> if you follow up and they're paying for everything, okay, your flight. Your hotel, the whole trip, the movie—you get to do it, like the press screen. You get to do an interview with the cast. I will make sure that you get to go to that. Okay. I mean, I, I was blown away by it. Like I just—you so don't even know what it is. It's not like a free screening. If you have to pay for it yourself, it's going to cost you twenty thousand dollars at this point. Well, it, it says attend a VIP screening. Yeah, yeah. Fast yeah, we already said that. <laughs> Figure it out. And it says the cast is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mike did say it's in Rome, right? So this ain't a lie. Yeah, yeah, it ain't a lie, but we think you read it wrong and interpreted it wrong. Okay. I don't think you were actually invited where they're going to invite you and make sure you get to watch it as press. Oh, I feel like why else would they send it to me? So find out. Okay. If they're paying for it, you can go. I'll make sure you're cleared from iHeart Country Festival. Okay. So you would miss that to go to that? You would. Yes! Okay. Oh, you man. would too! What about all that clothes you're buying and like the chains the and the bracelets? No, bracelets I, I'm not getting bracelets. I don't know if I'm getting bracelets, but I can screw that outfit. I got to get a new outfit for the premiere of Fast X. Would you go by yourself? Yeah. Okay. Let us know. I mean, I don't even know how far that is from here. Like, that's a long ways, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd have to fly to New York probably and then fly like nine hours after New York. Man, but that would be it'd so... Be, it'd be cool. So if it's all free, you can go. Okay. Deal? Yeah, I'll follow up because right, I am... Know. I mean, woo! Just, just reply back. How much are you guys covering? <laughs> okay, I'm like, exactly what do I need to do? Do I need to send yeah. you my driver's license? Where it was weird to me it was that nobody else got approached. Mm. It was just him who got the email. Not that you shouldn't get it, but they usually send it to like the whole show. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. It was in my inbox. It is, weird. Weird. It is definitely weird. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean... You do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the phone is Lauren. Now, Lauren knows a little bit about that movie you were trying to get on Lunchbox. Oh. Where you pulled up to the set and you're like, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren, how does Lunchbox get in this movie? If you go onto Facebook and go to Jenny Allison Casting, she's been casting for that movie for a while now. I actually got cast to like, be an extra, but I couldn't go because my kids got sick. Mm. But I think it would be hilarious if you went on there and applied and actually got to go. And if you were doing stuff in the background, like secretly, and they didn't see you, then the movie came out. And you're like, slick back your hair or just something, <laughs> you know, doing a peace sign. That'd be cool. Rabbit ears on Nicole Kidman, something. That'd be hilarious. What, what's it called? Jenny. Oh, Amy, Amy's trying to get in. Oh, no, no, Amy. Amy. This is no, not your movie. This is not your movie. Stop. Go Always ahead. trying to jump on my coattail. Say it again, Lauren. <laughs> it's Jenny Allison casting. Okay. Thank you, Lauren. We really appreciate that. Hey, do you want to play a game while we have you? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. We'll actually let one of the... The, the show people play for you, but we're going to do famous Ooh. nicknames okay. of Ooh. musicians. Huh. So for, for a couple reasons here. Eric Church turns 46 years old today. He is known as the, the Chief. The Chief, right. Happy birthday, oh, Eric Church. And then he was the most successful artist in R&B history, had more than 100 hits on the soul charts. Uh, here he is, the hardest working man in show business, James Brown. Arts working man show business, Godfather of Soul. He's got a lot of them, right? Famous nickname. Okay. Now, Lauren, you can pick Amy, yeah. 
or Lunchbox. You know what? Amy and Lunchbox combined versus Eddie. Okay. Oh, we're going to win wow, this. Wow, wow, wow. no problem. So, but you're playing each question together, not combined scores because he didn't have the option to do that. Got it. So you we'll dominate together. Amy. They have to decide on an answer, right? No, if either one of them get it, they get the point. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's easy. We're gonna <laughs> Amy or Lunchbox or Eddie? I'm going to go Eddie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard this thing, two is better than one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Whatever you want to. Amy and Lunchbox versus Eddie. I got Let's like, go. I got like seven of these. Are you guys ready? ready? Yes. Whose nickname, all in music, is Mr. Las Vegas? I think it's like... I already got it, Amy. Don't I'm worry in. It. Yeah, you're not, you just write your answer down. Oh, I thought we had to... I was going to ring in. But I got it, Amy. Don't worry. You can miss it. Okay. Oh, you got it for sure? Amy, yeah. what do you have? Wayne Newton. Lunchbox? Wayne Newton. Eddie? Wayne Newton. Correct. Wow. Good job, good job. Next up, number two. Hova. Hova. Excuse me? Hova. Amy, I got it. Don't worry. Whose nickname is Hova? Hova. That's Luda. Hmm. Huh. Huh. You want to ask her if she wants to change to us? You no. know it? Okay. Yeah, I got it. I'm Good. in. Okay. Amy. Jay-Z. Ed, uh, Lunchbox. Jay-Z. Eddie. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Jay-Z. Really? Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now oh. down in Travis. Eddie's one back. Oh, man. Oh, we've only done two. It's getting ugly over and we here. we both got it. Ugly. The Prince of Darkness. Whose musical nickname is the Prince of Darkness? Mm. I'm in. Eddie. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> confident. Uh, I'm confident. This it's early. Everybody yeah. good? Yeah, Everybody yeah. Good? yeah. Yeah. Amy? Ozzy Osbourne. Lunchbox? Ozzy Osbourne. Eddie? Ozzy Osbourne. Correct. Wow! Amy, we are amazing! We are amazing! Let's go! Wow! I'm shocked. <laughs> Next okay. up. Father of rock and roll. The father? Oh. Father of rock and roll. Let me think. Who says, you are my father? father? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Playing for a $50 Sonic gift card, by the way. Sonic. Mm. The father of rock and roll? Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, I have no idea. Amy? The father of Sting. Lunchbox? Rick Springfield. Eddie? Jerry Lee Lewis. The answer is Chuck Berry. Roll up to Beethoven. I got the rock and pneumonia. I need a shot of rhythm Okay, got it. All right. Three left. Come on. Let's go, Amy. Focus. Musical nicknames. Chairman of the board. What board? He was known as the chairman of the board. He he was known as the chairman of the board. This is to tie it up. Okay, chairman, chairman of, the board. of the board. I don't even understand what that means. The but chairman I'll of the board. Got it. Chairman of the board. Amy, need an answer? Okay. Elton John. Lunchbox? Frank Sinatra. Eddie? It's Frank Sinatra. Oh, How did you go from I don't know what that means yeah, to the answer? You play so much okay. possum. I don't even know what that means. Wow, I still wow, don't wow. know what that means. Yeah, me I neither. Mean, some of this Call him George Jones. He's a possum. You know what I mean? I have no idea. What is the board? 
Okay. Like the board of whatever. He's the leader. He's the, he runs it. He's chairman uh, of It's not. It's fit. Now okay. that I hear it, it fits. Two more. Like I have school. no oh idea. My. Eddie, you're down one. Oh, Two more. my oh. goodness. When you're pulling that out, it's, it might be your day. It might be you're your day when you're pulling those rabbits. Ziggy Stardust. What? Ziggy Stardust. I'm in. Oh, I'm in. Oh, Amy came in strong. Wow, she looks confident. Ziggy. Maybe she has a t-shirt in her, in her own closet. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Ziggy. Who is Ziggy? Ziggy has to Sunday be. Sunday Comics. <laughs> no, it's that movie. It's okay, Lunch. I got you. All right, I'll just put this. Part. Lunchbox, what do you have? Elton John. Amy? Bob Marley. No. Oh, what is it? Wow. What is it? Eddie to tie it. Do you want me to tell you who it Go is? Go ahead. David Bowie. Correct. I don't know. You believed it Ziggy. so hard. Oh, yeah. Ziggy Marley. Yeah. Oh, you believed it so hard. I believed you oh. that you knew it. Yeah. Wow. Ziggy Marley is his Okay. Son. Ziggy Stardust is the person's name. I needed this. Well, okay. Ziggy Ziggy. All right. Seven that, one. That, that Last one. Possible. Never heard of that guy. Champagne yeah. Poppy. Mm. Yeah. 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 What? I'm in. Champagne Poppy. Shane. Champagne Poppy? Uh, I'm Lunchbox. You, you should know this. But if you know it, though, it doesn't matter. I think I know it. You shouldn't tell him what he should. How would I know? Be considered communicating, which is cheating. So I can just give Eddie the championship. Ooh, let's not do that, though. Let's let him try, Buns. I would. (laughs) Champagne Poppy. Lunchbox need uh, need to write your answer down. Whatever. What do you have, Lunchbox? This was three hundred five. Pitbull. They know his name would be three hundred five. Yeah, he made a different one. I don't know anything about Champagne Poppy. Go with Eddie. Eddie. What? You want me to tell you the answer already? Yeah, go. Drake. Amy? Drake. Good. It's our day. Okay, we're going to do three speed rounds. Oh, speed rounding. Let's go. Three speed rounds. Three speed rounds. Say your name as the buzzer. Okay. Three speed rounds. Say your name as the buzzer. Here we go. The nickname is the material girl. Amy. Madonna. Correct. Hey, does she want to switch to our team now? Does she want to switch? No. Okay. Here we go. The Motor City Mad Men. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Ted Nugent. Correct. What? 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 Eddie, where you at? Where you at? Baby, let's go. She didn't win, right? No. She did not win. Hey, two is better than one. Yeah, Guess no, what? Yeah. We're going to Sonic. She's not. Ah! You're not getting the gift card. Lauren, I'm very sorry. It's okay. I only knew Champagne Poppy, embarrassingly okay. enough. So well, I'm still proud of you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you for sharing God. the knowledge about the movie that was the segment, too. Yes. Um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Y'all see. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I don't like that format. I felt ganged up on. Oh, you got you know dominated. I mean? Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a startup. It's called Affid. The CEO is this guy, Brandon Cooper. He used to work for Apple. He's just this computer genius. And he is trying to raise money to clone you through an AI. So the AI clone of you goes to work for you and you just stay home and... First of all, he worked for Apple. It's called Affid. I'm already a little suspicious he stole some stuff. <laughs> it's true. I didn't think about Very that. Very similar. And so to clone me, it doesn't sound like it's the physical version of me. It's that I spend a lot of time 
talking, sharing. They're, they have all the stuff that I've done, and then they know what I'm going to say and think, so they have the AI do it. Exactly. Oh, that's the life. Yeah, I sounds know. good. And he said he's getting a lot of questions about how this whole system is going to work, and people are struggling to understand it. And to that, he says, what's an iPhone to a caveman? He's got a point. What's an iPhone to me 10 years ago? Maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. It's expensive. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, AI is pretty cool. They have a thing now that I've not been able to do, but I know there are some talent that do it where they take this computer and they listen to everything that you've done, or you sit at a microphone and you say all these sounds, and then they can have AI do the commercials for you. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to be here half an hour early just recording commercials. They'd have all my sounds, and they could easily make it sound like I'm saying the commercials. Wow. Now, that too, they could also say things like, I put my hand in my butt. Right. Well, I see, I didn't just say that. That was Ray putting those clips together. <laughs> but they do have that AI now that does that. And I have not used it. I'm just letting everybody know I haven't. There are people that use it. I don't do it. I mean what I say about my commercials. Oh, okay, good. Yes, I do. I, that's fascinating. I didn't mm. know there's people that use that. Well, like six months ago, they were like, do you want to use it? That's tempting. <laughs> I know it was tempting, but I didn't, and I'm not. I'm not saying I never will, but right now I'm not. It just doesn't feel right. It makes me think about the some artists that have a, a their signature electronically. Oh, yeah, like yeah. They oh, there really are people who, hey, country music, big stars, who sign things, but they don't sign it. It's a it's a fake pen that signs it based on their... That doesn't Machine. feel real. <laughs> no. Yeah. But that's you're actually paying for something that's been hand-touched by the art. I mean, it's not. I have put my hand in my butt. See, I didn't say that again, <laughs> but it sounds like I did. Right, now you're making it really easy for someone to say you said that. Uh, fancy dinners in space are coming in 2025. Mm. There's a company that's using balloons to send people up 15 miles. So technically you're not in space, but you're way above the atmosphere. And they're going to have dinner, drinks. You get to hang out up there for three hours. And it's $132,000 per person. That's a lot of money. And I guess people that want to go to space, well, you're not really in space, you're like not. you said. The other thing I'd like to say is, I put my hand in my butt. Stop hitting that button. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy. So the first <laughs> flights, again, they're two years out, but they're letting people pre-book, and people are putting down deposits. That's crazy. What's a deposit for $120,000? $11,000. So basically 10%, almost 10%. Crazy. Dude, that is the ultimate date. Can you imagine? Nah, that's stupid. I'd be scared the whole time. Dinner, tonight, space, you, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, want to go? Mm. What else? Lainey Wilson has been loving her experience on Yellowstone, but she's just as confused as anyone else with all the rumors and the fight between Paramount Network and Kevin Costner and what's going to happen to the show. So she admitted she she really doesn't know what's going on with the show or her character, but acting has definitely something that she's loving, and she says it's even crazier than the music business. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on, but that being said, I haven't watched much of this season. I quit like three episodes in because he's like governor, and I was like, this is bizarre. <laughs> He's supposed to be the guy. And now he's the governor. That's weird. Uh, yeah. I think we'll get back to it. But we were searching for a show last night. And we're like, well, let's watch something new. We never even thought to go back to Yellowstone. Yeah, honestly, when I pulled up the story to share, I was like, shoot, I probably got a lot of episodes I, I can catch up I on. Know. Okay, that's which it. I, which I want to because I want to see Lainey, too. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Drew Maggie is a baseball player. He got drafted back in 2010, but he went straight to the minors. He's been sitting in the minors for 13 years. I mean, probably thought like, man, I got to hang this up and try something else. This is taking forever to, to just really make that dream come true of playing in the major leagues. Well, that day finally came. 
He got the call. The Pittsburgh Pirates said, hey, come up. We want you to play against the Dodgers. He shows up. He waits about seven innings. They got a huge lead. So they say, all right, Drew, come on in. You're well, going to bat. The game. He got in the game. He's up to bat. It's three strikes. He's out. Oh, so he didn't get a hit. But the next game, oh, he, play again. <laughs> he came in as a, de- as a designated hitter. He comes in. He swings. He hits. RBI single. Play it, Ray. There he is. That's awesome. Guys, 13 years. He thought it was over. He finally played in the majors. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm watching him here. He does look a little older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you see the smile he has on his face when he's on base? Yeah, he looks like our uncle. <laughs> <laughs> on first base. That's pretty cool. Nice yeah. job, dude. Good that, for him. And they dumped water on him after the game. They did an interview. And you could tell the crowd knew who he was, too, because that loud a pop usually doesn't happen if it's just a traditional RBI single. Yeah, it's so cool, That's man. Awesome. I can sort of relate to this Okay, story. here we go. Slidell, Louisiana, 1992. Bottom so, of the ninth. Uh, All-Stars were there for a tournament, and I hadn't played really the whole tournament at all, but I get, I get put in to bat towards the end, and I do a winning hit. And it was crazy. They, like, sort of really celebrated. They gave me the ball, like, to keep forever. People signed it. I like it. That's a good story. He was in the minors for 13 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good, Amy. I'm just saying, I was at the tournament the whole weekend and didn't play. (laughs) I like it. You did good. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. All right, that's what it's all about. Yeah. (laughs) That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, here's a voicemail from Molly in Minnesota. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Morning, studio. Morning. I'm just curious, why does Lunchbox no longer guess the weight of listeners? I really want to hear him guess again and use his magical superpower. Thank you for that voicemail. A couple of things. One, because people were getting upset, is why I don't use Stanley's fat nicknames anymore either. They got upset about that, he, too? They get People get so mad, and then we start to get accused of, like, fat shaming. Listen, um. if he looks like Fat Sajak... He's a bulldog. He doesn't even know what the word fat means. He's born that way. And I'm like, yo, Forrest Plump, listen here. <laughs> and then people would go, why are you using those names? I'm like, because it's a dog. He's, and that's so good. He's a fat dog. He's out in the world. Fatness Everdeen. That's where it started. Large Simpson. One after the other. And people would get so upset. Tyler Blubbard. You know, I would do all these <laughs> names thinking I was just having a good time. The dog doesn't know the difference. I was hitting him with his best shot, like Fat Benatar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So one after the other, we would do them, have a good time. You know, we'd spend Sundays with the Church of Saturday Saints. And, but people would get so upset. And the lunchbox would guess weights. People would get so upset. And so, you know, we just peeled back for a little bit. Like my old friend Fat Boone said, (laughs) live life and be good to people. So we stopped. We don't want to make this a house or, or, or a roadhouse like Patrick Swayze was in, you know? <laughs> so that was all the nicknames for the dog. Lunchbox doesn't guess weight anymore, at least not for now, because everybody just gets so upset. And you know what? Sometimes I'm like, I don't care. But then they start like emailing people, and it's just a whole dramatic deal. So I, we just paused for a little bit. That was a good segment, though. You know, I liked it, too. I thought it was pretty good, to be honest with you. I thought it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I, he's just guessing what they're... People like, guessing weights. <laughs> you know, like my friend who's a doctor, Patrick Dempsey said. He played a doctor, sorry. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. 
The morning corny. I was going to propose, but my dog ate my ring. Okay. Now it's a diamond in the rough. That was the morning corny. Right on cue with the dog jokes. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> right on it. I didn't blame that. It's known as the greatest mystery in American history. <laughs> it's Amy's water bill. We cannot figure out why it has been so much. You first brought it to us because you had a massive bill of how much? $600. Oh. Water. Oh. That's crazy. And so you had somebody come out. Like check it out, and then all of a sudden it wasn't as expensive I mean, the next time. I've had multiple plumbers come out. Yeah, the water company has come out several times. They even put in a new water meter because they're like, surely this will figure it out. I don't know. They, I had another plumber say, "Hey, if you put this Kool Aid in here, it'll tell you if you need flapper flippy things for your toilet." And so I got new flappers in every toilet in my house. And then I've also spent hours and hours on the phone with the water company. You got another bill. That other expensive bill was. Like 500. 500, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been, yes, in that range. The only time I had a small bill was in December, and it was $90. And I, I remember coming to y'all saying, I think we got it fixed. But no, no, I think whoever I was on the phone with that month, she was probably like, Merry Christmas to this girl. I feel so bad for her. I'm going to go ahead and throw her a bone, and here's a $90 bill. Because nothing was done different. <laughs> Basically, out. Yeah. Couple thousand bucks overall. Jeez. So oh. we do have an answer. Come on. Oh, let's what go. do you think it is? Lunchbox, what's the theory in Amy's water bill? I think they were accidentally connected to the neighbor's meter oh, also. And crazy. so she was charged for other people around her when it wasn't really her bill. Eddie? That's good. But I think that Amy, you know, she's forgetful. She has a sprinkler going on every night. Oh, she just never sees it and doesn't realize that. Oh, Amy? What'd you find out? Okay, so I hired the this company. They specialize in leak detection. Apparently, they have this that these radars, or they have a way to tell underground if there's a leak without even digging. Okay, that's pretty dramatic. But go ahead. <laughs> they came to my house within 20 minutes. They found the leak. They found exactly where they're like, "Ma'am, do you see this? Uh, all this water built up right here." And I was like, "Wait, yeah. they were standing water Wait. somewhere in your yard? Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, how did you never see this? Oh my gosh." Stop, stop, before you accuse me of not being aware of my surroundings. Yes, why yes, I did know that was there. The water company told me that it was like a drain thing from the rain, and it was building up because of this. The, the water company literally told me was it ever that is from rain. Built up, though, when it hadn't rained in a few days? I mean, I didn't go check <laughs> it every day. But, it's a, it, so, yeah. but the water company, when they were there, it, it wasn't raining. Okay, go ahead. And they told me it was because of the rain. Okay, I hear you. And I you. said, I said, are you sure? And they're like, oh, yes, this is exactly where the leak is. There's some tiny little uh, pinhole. They said it's the size of a pinhole in this pipe and that it is dumping half a gallon of water per minute. Wow, that's a lot of water. And you didn't notice this? Well, I noticed it when my bill would come, but I didn't know where it was coming from. When she would wade through her front yard okay. and through her car, it never really occurred okay, to her. She thought like... she lived in the swamp. Okay. It's just the backyard. Is how it is. I guess it rains every night when I go to sleep. It never shows on my... I am painting a bad picture because y'all are picturing this huge thing of water that you should notice. Of course, it's an area I noticed. A moat? She has a moat. To like, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. turn left of the, the, the house with a moat on it. It is not obvious. It's yeah, not obvious. But yes, if it's got some water built up or moisture, but then I'm like, well, the water company said it's rain. How much is it going to cost to fix it? That I'm waiting on the quote. They said they're going to get back to me with the quote. That's my under my next steps. 
They're going to give me a repair bill. And then I'm also going to call the water company and say, hey. You told me wrong. You said that it was because of rain. So I didn't look into that further. And I had to hire these leak specialists to come out. So not only that, I don't even know my bill from the. Yes. So should they pay for my bill? Can they give me a um, like prorate or give me my money back from all the money I've spent on this water? Yeah, good, good luck. Good luck with that one. I mean, the little pinhole, that shouldn't be hard. A little tape on it, right? How much, again, is it uh, per per minute? A half a gallon of water <laughs> per minute. That's a lot of water, dude. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you. Do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk to Allison, who lives in Texas. What can we do for you today? So my husband and I are pregnant with our third baby. And we're trying to figure out a fun way to tell our families because we didn't really do anything fun last time. And um, my family thinks it's hilarious that we love that I love you guys. And I've been on the show a couple times to play a game and for a voicemail. And whenever we get together, my family always plays it back and listens to it together because they think it's so funny. So I was wondering if maybe you could say something for me that I could play back to my family to announce that we're having our third baby because it would totally surprise them. Well, this could be awkward, but this is all on the air right now. How do you feel about just doing it live right now on the air? 
I mean, that would be fine. They don't. Some of them kind of listen to it on. Great, we can podcast work, it. Yeah, all good. Yeah. You can podcast it. You can have it on your phone. You can save the clip. We'll send you the clip and email. Yeah. But what if we just do it right now? Yeah, that'd okay. be awesome. Okay, cool. So what do you mean to say exactly? Because I'll say whatever you want. Uh, I mean, you're the professional. Whatever is, you think. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it, we're due in December. It's our third baby. So that's, yeah, pretty much it. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Not yet. Okay. When we tell them, we'll be 10 weeks. Which is now. Yeah, well, yeah, on Sunday. Okay. Unless they're listening. Because we're not jumping. I don't want to tell them too early, but you feel like if we say it now, it's okay, right? Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think anybody's gonna okay. hear it. To all of Allison's family, it is us here at the Bobby Bone Show. We hope you're having a great day. We have something very big to tell you, which you probably already heard. But <laughs> Allison and her husband. What's your husband's name? Michael. Allison and Michael. Not one, not two. They're having their third baby! That's right! And it's due in December. Wow. And they're naming it Bobby! Yeah! That's that's not part of it. That's not part of it. Maybe. Now they are. Wait, what? Oh. Okay, so Allison's family, congratulations. Another baby is on the way. We wanted to share that news with you. And so there we have it. Another. They don't know the sex of it yet. No. So don't ask them. They want to find out and then tell you. But they have the name, right? Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. with a Y or an yeah. I. Allison, what do you think about Bobby as a name? You know, I, I'm sure we can make it work. Yeah, make it work. Somehow. <laughs> Yeah. That's how somebody gets out of something. That's <laughs> like, I'll work. probably be in town around sometime around that point. Maybe we'll go have dinner or something. Uh, Allison, congratulations on another baby. And may it be everything you've ever wanted in a third kid. And may this delivery be not painful at all. And may. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's good, man. I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the professional. No idea. May you have plenty of diapers. Yes. And and, uh, um, Allison, so thank you. We, are, we just announced it. And amazing. And congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What a way to get a day going here. Bobby Bones Show, congrats to Allison. And you know what? Everybody else is pregnant out there, too. <laughs> congrats. Yeah, good job. Thank you guys for hanging out. A question or a comment, we always welcome them. You know, we don't do a lot of, like, topics where we're like, just call. But what we like for you to do is jump in on what we're talking about, just like you would with friends. So that's the deal. It can be about anything, but 877-77-BOBBY. That's what's up. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. You've heard ginger ale helps with nausea, upset stomach. It's basically the Pepto-Bismol in a can. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not really true. It's just a myth that's been passed down from generation to generation. It's almost like if your head is wet and you go out in the cold, you're going to get a cold. Oh, yeah, I've heard also that. Also not true. But there is something that if you just believe it, maybe it works. Like if you drink ginger ale and you're like, I'm for sure... Then it's like Amy looking for a sign. Like, she's going to find a sign. She's like, I'm looking for a sign. You'll just, you'll find one. And if you're like, oh, I'm not drinking always. this. But sometimes the signs find me. Yep. But you're already, I hear you. But also it's not the same as placebo. But if, it's fine. If it's working, it's working. So I'll But take placebo it. works because you want it. You're being told it's working. Right. You want it. But you, ah. same with a sign. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, fine. If you want to compare the two, but. Ginger gin- ale and a sign from above is same. Okay. For you. All right. Well, ginger <laughs> ale works for me, but it must be placebo because my mom told me it would work. Ginger ale is a soft drink made with sugar, artificial flavors, mm-hmm. and ginger root extract. It really has nothing to do with any sort of nausea easing effect. Fresh ginger could possibly help, but it ain't got no fresh ginger in it, everybody. Mm-hmm. This just in. Ain't no fresh ginger in that. Bring it out!
There's no fresh ginger in ginger ale. What great marketing, though, for ginger ale, though. Yeah. I mean, we buy it anytime anybody's got an upset stomach. It's pure placebo. Mm -hmm. So you can have straight ginger. There are even those ginger candies that are supposedly work a little bit, but even they're candy, but they do put a little bit of ginger in them. But also partially placebo, maybe. Just saying. I do love some ginger ale, though. We have a sugar-free kind. But then what I've also learned about sugar-free stuff that tastes good, there's just something else in there that's equally as bad for you that just happens to not be sugar. Right. It's just something else. If it tastes good, this is what stinks. If it tastes good, it usually ain't good for you. Rarely is there something that is just, mm, that tastes so good, and it's also, mm, that's so good for you. Go ahead. Tell me something. A grape? Yeah. Hey. Oranges. Fruit, nature's apples. candy is about the only, but I don't ever eat a, f unless I'm like super hot, like a good soft peach is amazing. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but fruit, mostly, it's like nature's candy. If nature's candy was the 99 cent bag of candy at the gas station, it's kind of like the <laughs> fire hot, red hot, right, right. or the big squishy peanuts. Yeah, it's like it's that bag. good. It's like, that's pretty good, but it ain't as good as what it a bag of Rolos. Right. You know oh, what I mean? That's, that's what, when I try to tell my kids, no, no, we'll have God's candy today. They're like, <laughs> they just roll their eyes. Cantaloupe again. <laughs> uh, does your kid's sports coach scream and yell at his team? That's the question they ask because they say if so, it affects the team negatively. New research suggests that being supportive and pleasant instead of being a bully effectively motivates teams, encourages loyalty, and improves chances of success in sports. Instead of yelling things... They can work on, well, talking positively in a huddle. Most time, yelling doesn't get heard or leads to hatred if it happens a lot. If anything happens consistently, it just becomes white noise. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're just giving compliments like crazy, and that's what you do, it becomes white noise, right? I do think there is a place for all types of communication. And you can be consistent, but you don't want to be constant, because constant doesn't feel real because nothing is really constant. Like if I were to give you compliments every single day, Amy, like, man, you're just so good today, every single day. You, wow, what? Your hair look great today. Your shoes look great. Wow. You'd be like, okay, you're just saying stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't really mean it. Mm -hmm. The other day when you walked in, your hair was different. I said, dang, your hair looks good. Yeah. Th that probably felt like I meant it. Well, yes, because you don't ever say it. Unless I mean it. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, if I always yelled at you guys, which I'm not a yeller mm -hmm. at all. Yell. But if I, okay, switch it. If I did yell at you, mm -hmm. and I was like, why did, wouldn't that be so effective where you'd be like, man, he must really either didn't sleep well, yeah. or this has really affected him. I mean, that, that would be what it feels like. So if a coach is screaming at you all the time, yeah, it just turns into white noise. If a boss is screaming at you all the time, it's not that effective. You have to use your communication in places that strategically make sense. But Eddie, how you coach your kids... Because you're the coach of the basketball team. I am. Nine-year-old boys. Do you yell? During the games. But it's mostly just to get their attention because they're so far away and a lot going on. To be heard is a different yelling Correct. than for like an intensity reason. I'm never really mad like that. But let me tell you, though, out of all the coaches we've had, the pleasant ones, we don't win. The ones that yell, we win. Well, I don't think universally you can be either <laughs> one. I've had leaders and coaches that have been mostly pleasant with a little bit of yelling. We'll, we'll call it pleasant and aggressive. Yeah. Um, but it's the ones you can be. I just need consistency. I don't care if you're working on the show, where what I'm doing. I just need consistency. So it's coaches that can be consistent one thing, but also can flip that switch if needed to be yelling or to be like, hey, you're doing a really good job. And then I believe them because they're consistent with their message. Yeah. So, and that's just in life. Now, when we talk about your kids' teams, don't you have a baseball team? 
Yeah, but I don't coach the baseball but team. I thought you said you were assistant coaching. You want me to sponsor the team? No, that's my basketball team. Oh, wait we're, again? We're doing a summer league. More? Okay. Have you thought about that? But what were the stipulations? I, didn't I make a list of demands? Yeah, like it's got to be called the Bobby Bones or something. And I'm like, what ah. on the Bobby Bones? Yeah, you said something like that. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want that then. <laughs> if I said it, I mean it. I don't remember that part. But I, probably we said. got other coaches. I got to talk to all of them about that. Well, I don't how know. much money do you need? What, what do we say, Lunchbox? 500 said, bucks? 500? Yeah. 600? Whoa. Oh, my no, gosh. Want, I think it was like three. We need new basketballs and stuff, you know? Listen, I give you 350 Ooh. if they're called... Bobby's Bones. The Bone Daddies. Ooh. Wait, wait. Hmm? Bone Daddies? No, you don't like that? Okay. <laughs> the, the Boners. No. No, 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 no. no. Okay, 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 okay. The... Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Bones is boys. No, I like that either. <laughs> I don't know. I got to think of that because all of those sound creepy in their own way. All right, all right. But I'm up. I'm up for it. We can find a, a nice, healthy place to land. Okay? Think about it. I can really use that money. That's No, no, it's not you. Well, what, what, the, it, the team. Oh, yeah, the team, yeah, yeah. The team yeah. oh, my gosh. Empathetic Leadership, a book by Peter Sears, where I got this screaming story. Dancing with the Stars will return to ABC after one season on Disney+. Plus. Oh, wow. They went just to Disney+, Plus and work out for them like they hoped. They're going to go back to ABC. Imagine you were on that one season of Disney Plus that nobody watched. Mm. Oh. It's still a great experience, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Nobody. Like, they should get to come back. If they want to come back and do it again, they should get to do it on, <laughs> on like, real TV. Um, Deadline had that story, so congratulations to them. Voice notes are becoming more popular thanks to Gen Z. Hey, there's one thing that I ain't great at a lot of things. I'm pretty good at some things. I've had to learn how to develop skills in certain places. I'm great at voice notes. I push. I can blindly close my eyes and find the button, push it, leave a whole thing, send it, <laughs> save it, whatever you need. I can kill a voice note. Love sending them. Been sending them consistently for a couple years. Yeah. yeah. Well, ever since they came about. Hate getting them. Okay. Did you see what I did for you the other day? Did you even notice? Because I did it purposely. What? You sent me a voice text, and I thought. Well, I could easily reply and answer his question. I would have listened. Vo- okay. Like, and I don't mind listening to them, but Amy sends four minute long ones. It's, no, podca- to, it's basically it's four things Amy Brown no, no. sent to my phone. I started to break them up into 30 second increments. But then I have to listen to all of them. <laughs> but it's mostly I can't listen to things all the time. That's the reason I don't like them. It's not right. that I feel like I should be able to do something nobody else should. But when I'm doing this job and I get a voice text and I have headphones on mm-hmm. and we're working, I can't listen to it in, for like an hour. So I'm just weird. I know, but I thought I could just easily reply and answer your questions in three short little bullet points and you could read it and know it. Boom, boom, boom. That was thoughtful because I wanted to reply back with (laughs) words out of my mouth. A Michelin star chef inspired restaurant. He's adding fish semen to the menu. No, I don't. don't. Michelin star chef inspired Mm -hmm. add fish semen at this high-end restaurant. His name is Dabez Munoz. A Michigan star chef. But fish Michelin scene. or Michigan? No, Michelin. Michelin. Oh, it sounded like you said Michigan. I'm sorry. Mich- Both are awesome, by the way, Ray. No offense. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, what was that? <laughs> that was weak. Fish semen. Mm-mm. I mean, I'll try it. No. You know, it's not like we don't eat grosser things that we've been told is okay. Right. I mean, we eat body parts of animals, inside guts. We eat bone marrow if you go to certain places. It just is weird to us. <laughs> it's just a, it's just weird. It's, it's just weird. But yeah, I'd probably not want to know what it is and eat it. And then if I liked it, I'd be like, oh man. What is it? What do they do with this? Like a sauce? No, it's in like a wrap, like a sushi thing. It's on a thing. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, how do they get that much of that? Uh, dude, I think it's inside the fish. That's <laughs> uh, what I would assume. Okay. okay. Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> a lottery player tries to work after his jackpot win in Iowa. Didn't last very long. Kelly Ells was on his lunch break. He went to the gas station. Bought a ticket. Is a big winner. So here we go. He won $21,251 with the $2 Cherry Twist Progressive. So after his lunch break, he went back to work, started working, finishing his shift. And he's like, screw this. I can't do it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I read this. He was trying to go back to work to stack like it was a normal day. He tried like, to work. Lasted five minutes. He, got, he went to the boss. He was like, I got to have some time off. So that's from Yahoo. No word on if he gets to go back to his job or not. But he did kind of peace out. Zoning out is common, especially for men. Men tend to zone out more at meetings than women do. On average, two to three more minutes during a typical 30-minute meeting. It's because men's brains process about half the words that women's brains process. Men are more likely to zone out if discussions become lengthy. We need a woman president. Hmm, that'd be cool. We just do. Yeah. They're smarter than us. They're able to process. I mean, there's there's science, right? This is from Forbes. We should have a woman president. We should have had a woman president. Can you... Um, we're almost, what, 50, 50 presidents and almost. Mm-hmm. And there's not been a single woman president. Now, because it's normal, no one thinks much of it unless you really think about it and go, that, that's a travesty. I'm not even saying the last one or the one before that, but at some point you're telling me we never decided that, that there wasn't a woman. That is pure national sexism. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. At least we're close to having a, well, not, I don't want to say close. That sounds rude. Well, vice president, though, is the closest. That's pretty close. Right. I know it's close. And if something were to happen, then boom, she'd be president. Still, though, the fact that we've never elected a woman, any party, any year, that is national sexism. It is so bizarre that, and it's sad that that's not the case, right? That that is the case Mm -hmm. if there's not been a president. Oh, yeah, anyway, we, we zone out. Eddie, stop listening to that segment. That's, that's well, the deal. A therapist told me with our boys, like, after three sentences, they don't listen to you. <laughs> that's crazy. You only speak in three-sentence breaks? So you got to be real quick. Mm-hmm. Clean your roof. Don't talk back. See ya. Boost your memory <laughs> if you need to pick me up with Fruit Loops, Tricks, or Apple Jacks before you start your work day. What? In a recent study, those who ate sugary cereals performed significantly better on short-term memory tests than those who ate high-fiber cereals. <laughs> they were able to recall information quicker. It was just, it's just because of that pop, that sugar pop. Mm-hmm. What they're not doing... It's talking about the six hours later when they're like, hey. <laughs> I know. I know. My true. son does I not love need cereal. to get a hold of that study. Love cereal. That's from Woman's World magazine. And finally, this is a road rage story. An Alabama man threw a teen girl to the ground in Florida because of a road rage attack. A hot-headed Alabama man who is a, quote, danger on the road and off was arrested last week for a video that someone took of a road rage incident on a 16-year-old girl and her boyfriend at a gas station. Thomas Keebler, you know he's made fun of him called the elf his whole life. Yeah, Keebler elf. <laughs> Get in your tree, elf. Where's your cookies? <laughs> he was pursuing a group of teenagers. And so he went in, went into a store. The Walton County Sheriff's Office responded to a report of a fight at a gas station and said that Keebler had tailgated the teenager and her friends who were in a red sedan, aggressively passed them, tapped his brakes in front of them, and then let them pass again and followed them to the service station. Video shows that he parked his car in front of their car to prevent them from leaving, then stormed out of his Chevrolet Silverado truck, shouting curse words, lunging at them, is a whole situation. And it's because they had done something to him on the road accidentally? That doesn't really come into the story. I don't know. I was like, why is he doing that? Because I was like, is this like beef? 
Fox 35 has that story, and something must have happened. But remember, everybody, sometimes people are just dumb, and they do things accidentally. And you, it's hard to be mad at somebody that is dumb genetically. <laughs> we don't always know that. We assume the worst because, like, oh, they cut me off. Maybe they're just an idiot, and they've always been an idiot. And lucky they didn't hit you being an idiot. They just cut you off. That's why I do. I just think most people are idiots instead of getting angry and thinking most people are out to get me. Yeah, that's oh, pretty good. I like to think that they're distracted by something because they're having a really bad day and maybe something really emotional just happened in their life and they accidentally... What's that? I zoned out. Sorry, what? What were you saying there? <laughs> Three sentences. Yeah, I was out. Sorry. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Had a long day at work yesterday, and I go home, and my wife's like, hey, I'm not home, but I made lunch, piece of chicken, and there's like a little kale salad and some vegetables, and it's in the microwave, but I just put it in there, warm it up. And I'm like, cool. I get home, I don't know, like 1.30 or something, and I'm starving, and I pick the plate up, and I'm looking at it. I don't want any mushrooms, though. I hate mushrooms and onions, so I'm just, I still do a little check. Because sometimes you like to sneak some, like, little onions in there. And so 
the chicken in slow motion falls off the plate. It's the only piece, too. There's not a lot of groceries at our house because we're going to have to leave for five or six days coming up for ACMs and IR Country Fest. And so the chicken, and all I'm thinking of is I got to order Uber Eats. It's going to take an hour. As it's fallen? Yes. All this. My life is flashing <laughs> oh. before my eyes. And the chicken, and it's got all this sauce on it. Oh, man. Barbecue's, pow, hits the ground. And I see Stanley all in slow motion, my bulldog. He locks eyes with that chicken. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I can just see him. He's probably 10 feet away, and he doesn't move fast for anything, but it's like the flash. Running toward that chicken. Well, I got two options here. Let him have the chicken or make sure he doesn't get the chicken. That's also on the ground. And, and I'm thinking, well, it's already on the ground. So do I just give it to him? I don't want him to get sick. So I kick the chicken. What? And then I stop him with my leg. So I've now kicked the chicken. For, that's like when you drop your phone, though. Sometimes you try to save it with your foot. Yeah. It landed. I saw him coming, so I kicked the chicken. I don't know if he's going to get sick off. He gets sick off everything. I kick the chicken. And I hold him back, and I pull him back. I switch over and I grab the chicken. Now, here I am. All I got is like a little salad, some vegetable on a plate, and I got chicken in this hand. What did I do? Did I eat the chicken? Did I throw the chicken away? Did I give some to Stanley and then throw the rest away? What did I do here in this situation, Amy? Oh my gosh, I would think you would never eat the chicken okay, off the floor, good. ever. Good. But I did kick you, the chicken, which I was pretty ashamed of. You are starving, though. I am starving. And it's all you have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe you would think if I just microwave the heck out of this, it'll be fine. Ooh, okay. that's good. That's what you did. You think I microwaved the disgust off of it? Yes. Eddie? So did you have shoes on or were you barefooted when you kicked the chicken? No, I had shoes. Oh, man, that changes my mind. Mm-hmm. I think that you threw it away in Uber Eats. And I had a workout. No, I had a bobby cast. Oh, no. Bobby cast yesterday? Yeah. You had to eat. Dude, my days get so blurry. I don't know. But we did an interview, and then we had to work out. So there wasn't really time. So you're... But you're, ger- you you're, you're, man, you're a germaphobe. No, Go you ahead. threw it away. Oh, man. You picked it up, got a napkin, wiped it off, and ate it. I'm going to tell you what I did. I took... I turned the water on. Oh, and no. I, 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 I gave it a bath. Mm-hmm. You gave the cooked chicken a bath? Had to. Why, I didn't have to eat. So I washed it. It washed off all the flavor? Pretty much. Yeah, I washed it. It was kind of gross. Then I put it in the microwave, heated it up. Okay. Didn't put the salad in the microwave, though, because I learned the hard way you don't do yeah, that. Yeah. You put it in by itself. And then ate the chicken and gave Stanley a little piece, too. Boom. But I've never have actually kicked a chicken before. That <laughs> <laughs> was surprising to me. That and you, you chicken. And I'm never- telling you, my, with my schedule... I unhealthily schedule it so tight. I just had no room for error there. So I had to eat the kicked chicken. I love that you gave Stanley a little bit, though. Everybody wins there. He deserved it. <laughs> and you washed it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I gave it a full bath. I gave the chicken a bath. <laughs> you ever heard of jerk chicken? You ever heard of kicked chicken? Never. <laughs> nope. That's right. You have now. I'm stressed the crap out, and I shouldn't be. And I don't want to get too particular, because I don't know if I'm supposed to announce it yet, but I, I was a... Uh, there's an award, some award of some sort that they're honoring me with, and I think it's pretty awesome. And it has to do with home, so it's it's an Arkansas award. I'm like, man, that is really cool. Pretty proud of it. And so they said, can you be here to accept the award in October? And I'm like, yeah, of course, because some of the past people that have won the award, like the former governor of Arkansas, who I was good friends with, Asa Hutchinson, the athletic director from the University of Arkansas, so. It's a substantial thing, and I'm proud of where I come from, and I'm proud that hopefully I've been able to change some lives there. I can change many more lives there. And I'm like, yeah, sure. 
and it's a non it's a nonprofit group, and it helps um, some journalism kids go to school. Ada ada ada. That being said, when you get the award, there's always kind of a thing where you're supposed to help raise money for. I'm supposed to raise like fifty thousand dollars. And they're oh. like, they're like, line up some sponsors because I guess it's tax deductible, and you know, recommend sponsors, and we'll go to them see if they want to sponsor the event. And I'm like, I don't want the award anymore because I hate asking people for stuff. Yeah. I don't want to go to a sponsor and be like, hey, I want an award. Will you buy, I don't know what you buy, a table sign? I don't know what it is. I don't know much. So I'm in this place now where I know I'm supposed to be able to just like go, this is really cool. I hate asking people for stuff. I was going to do the story with CBS last week. They were going to come and do this thing. We had 10 years here. You know, there was really no celebration for us. I don't know why. And the company decided, you know, maybe 10 years ain't, ain't that important. <laughs> but okay. But we've been here at this show 10 years. And then we're going to do a story on that. And they were like, hey, would you ask an artist to come talk about you? I canceled the story because I don't want to ask an artist to come in and talk about me. Because I don't like asking anybody to do anything. Sure. I don't want charity. Childhood trauma. We got charity helped us so much. And I was always embarrassed. So it's a similar type thing where I don't want to ask anybody to help sponsor this deal. So I don't know what to do. Amy, I kind of need to talk some sense into me somehow because I just am about to go, I can't accept the award. Well, I think that there's plenty of people and organizations. Mm, I'm not going to ask. You don't have to. So how about you form a committee, us? We, mm, I appreciate no? that, but then I'm asking you guys to do something. But, we're, mm. but what if we're we want to do it? To do what, though? Go out and raise, do a car wash? Yeah, I can go door-to-door, lunchbox. He used to do yeah. yeah, he's busy. He's busy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so... Can uh, What? No. A car wash, Amy? That's no. genius. I, I, I didn't say car wash. <laughs> I think Bobby's oh, oh, put that on her. Wash. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I am right now mentally. So like, I guess it is going to a good cause, though, because the money is not like the money oh, yeah. is for you. It's for oh, the no, future of children. I don't get the money. I know. Yeah. So it's like so, it's about the people mm, they're helping. That's my struggle. Okay. So where I, are you leaning? I, I need to tell my wife about it because she'll talk me out of any sort of um, sabotage type thoughts about this because I do it all the time. I'll sabotage stuff. I'm like, I, don't, I don't want help from anybody. I mean, even the CBS thing, I'm like, why couldn't? You could. You don't have to directly ask. Like you could just be like, "Okay, this is cool," and someone could ask on and your the, behalf. And, and then it's that not was even going you. to be a thing. And I was like, "I will not have it." But I don't want somebody feeling like they have to come up and they're. But you know, there's people that wouldn't feel like they have. to. Yeah, they to. would want to. Right. But I don't think that's you true. You do right that now. on other people's behalf. Yeah, but I like doing it. Oh, so, so oh, so you we can't give other people the opportunity no, to do it. We can't. <laughs> I can't. What, I mean, you also like donating to things, and now they're. What what you're doing is but they taking. To, they're donating a, something from. In, mm-hmm. I hear you. Everything you're saying is right. You're, w- this thinking takes my, this away the opportunity brain. from other people to do what you like to do as well. And so imagine if you never had the opportunity. Like other people are like, oh dang, I would have liked to do that. I had no idea. My nine year old brain is speaking here, and it's going. I don't want anybody to bring me presents for Christmas. I don't want anybody to buy me shoes. I don't want church to have to pay for my church camp membership. Because that was just humiliating to me. And so I know I should get past it. I'm going to go talk to my therapist about it. But I still, I ain't raising $50,000. I mean, I would raise $50,000. How am I raising 50000 bucks? Amy should start off the donation. I mean, if you want to step up, Amy. <laughs> I mean, what are you waiting on? No, I wouldn't let you put your own money in. There's nowhere to put it, by the way. There's not like a fund or anything. I'm just saying. You can buy, I have I have hoodies. 
oh, on yeah. my the, my Instagram page is a link up there. But you know how many hoodies I have to sell? It's a lot of hoodies. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, <laughs> that's a lot of hoodies. Uh, but that's where I am. I have to figure out what the plan is in the next few days because I can't leave them hanging. Right, but then the money just needs to be raised by October. I don't know what it needs to be raised. I just saw, it and I was like, ah, I can't do it. Well, so what did the governor do? I have no idea. I mean, surely, so he was able to. You know, know, they probably well, just I guess, makes a committee and they go government fin- politicians. Funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're good. Yeah, they raise money all the time. Yeah, okay, good, well, the so. athletic director at Arkansas. Um, I was told that he said uh, the university said, "Hey, we can point you towards some sponsors that work with us very closely." Hmm. But I'm not going to call. Hey, Hyundai, it's Bobby here. No. <laughs> hey, sleep number, it's your boy BB. Oh, Sonic. Anyway. Put those three together. <laughs> That's easy. Boom, boom, boom. That's my point. I'm okay. going to try to work through it one way or the other and have to do it probably before the end of this week because I can't leave them on the hook. But I've turned something that should be cool into now me just stressing out about it because I feel like a total loser. Well, between this and the CBS thing, what the heck else have you turned down? Oh, I won't let oh anybody do anything for me. No way. I heard that Garth wanted us to do the whole tour. Right. But Bobby turned it Wouldn't down. Wouldn't it ch- accept the charity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's a deal. I can sell 10,000 hoodies. I can sell 10,000 hoodies. <laughs> so that link is on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. So that's what? No, I wasn't. I just am looking like, where can I do something to donate money? But that's it. I can also give my own money. I was going I, to suggest that. Which but then I can. I thought, is that weird? No, Would that no, be no. paying for your own award? I, that's the problem I have with it. That's exactly. Weird. Then I will feel like, well, yeah, I paid for it. Right. That's ex- no, 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 no. It would be clear that you were that. selected before the donation. Who makes it clear, though? You. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to make this clear. That's the that's the idea. I'm going to try to get through it the next few days. I'm talking to my wife. I'm going to see what we have. And we're going to move from there. I'm not even saying the, the award because I don't want people to like track the award down and be like, I'm going to give you money. I don't I don't want that. But that's me. Hello, you know, still nine. You, you know we have Google. What Arkansas award did the governor... Google it. See if you can find it. And the athletic director and the event... Oh, Mike's doing it right now. <laughs> see if you can find it, Mike. Let's see if it happens. Okay. But don't say it out loud. I mean, the kinds of things some of our listeners find out... Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Like No, they're good. They're real good. Hey, listen. No, point, but that's not a challenge. Point five, point five <laughs> listen, 95.5% of our listeners, A plus Austin. The B team's amazing. They stand out for people. They do great things. Point five, scare me. Because they get a little too intrusive. I got it, Arnie. What does it start it? with? G. Huh? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're, you're way off. <laughs> okay. Uh, October 5th, 2022 on. is the last one. I don't know if that's true. It doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're going to play this. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Wisconsin. This guy, Eric, walks into a car dealership and says, yeah, I'd like to lease a car for the next 36 months. Signs all the paperwork. 36 months later, he is shocked to find out he doesn't own the car. Oh, he goes in and thinks, he thought <laughs> lease meant buy? Yeah, and goes, I didn't read the fine print. And at 36 months, they came back for the car. Hmm. Yeah, somebody should explain that to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even I would have, what I would think happens is that the person who is leasing you the car understands that you don't really understand. And I would bet you that guy or girl who leased him the car probably knew and was like, I'm just going to try to get the money off this. Wow. Because right. there's yeah. no way he understood that That's when he signed right. the paper. Yeah. 
So that poor guy paid probably paid his bills on time. Yeah, he paid it for 36 months, and he goes, I was shocked to find out at the end that I didn't own the car. Oh, I, no. I don't blame him. Yo, I, yeah. him. I, do, I do, but also not fully. As someone who has been very uneducated on financial things in my life, I'm very thankful at times that people have said, like, hold on, let me explain this to you. I'm like, oh. I think we all know what lease means. Yeah, I hear though. you, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe rent to own. I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's his fault. Yes. However, accountability, yes. I just think the person who leased to him knew the guy didn't know. Oh. There's no way you can get to the whole process without letting him know. Oh. That stinks. So then what happened? They get the car? They got the car. They got the car back. Did you guys okay. see the golfer who, who he won the Masters? He bought, I don't know much about cars, some $450,000 crazy awesome car. There's only like 10 of them that exist. It's in like Masters Green. He gets it. And it was up on the internet. They were like, wow, this is it. And then randomly, a few months ago, because he won the tournament a few years ago, a few months ago, that car ends up on a salvage shop website. Not oh, saying it was no. his. Just totally destroyed. Nothing about it. Just, there was someone just like, that looks like Patrick Reed's. And it, that was it. <laughs> so whatever, the half a million dollar car was just wrecked on a salvage yeah. yard. Oh, wow. They got the VIN number and it matched. And so they sold it for like 126000 Now, huh. someone bid on it. I mean, and it was destroyed. But that car was awesome. And then all of a sudden, it just pops up on a salvage yard site. Weird. That's, <laughs> Patrick Green oh. was going hard. Yeah, he, he, was. he hasn't explained it? it he bit? never even said anything about it. Somebody just happened to find right. it and see it and then look it up because there were only 10 of them that existed. Wow. And He's, they sold the beat-up car for $100,000. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I mean, He's, how awesome is that? It's probably yeah. not proud of that. It was destroyed, too. Okay, uh, also a bonehead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I went to watch Air, that movie about Nike and Michael Jordan, and I thought it was so good. I even went to the theater, which I swore I would never do. I thought I'd have a beer before I went to the theater. If I'm being <laughs> oh, honest. I've true. never had a beer. But I went to the theater, and the movie was so good, I didn't even think about all the people talking and their phones on and the person yelling at the screen. And It was A-plus that good. That being said, before the movie started, they showed a preview of Big George Foreman, which I was like, dang, that's also a great preview. Oh, yeah. Like, this movie's going to be awesome. George Foreman was a boxer. He was a heavyweight champion, but he was really good. Then he quit and became minister, and then he came back in his 40s and won the championship again. Well, but I mean, I know him as George Foreman Grill. Which is why he was able to do that, because he was so marketable. And I think he has a bunch of kids named George. George, Georgette, <laughs> right. George II. Yeah, right. he does. So, so, that being said, I was super pumped about the movie, because I remember the trail end of George Foreman. He was a big deal. Movie's coming out. Big George Foreman. I'm ready to watch it. Mike D obviously goes and watches it before me. He is my seeing eye dog. He is my canary in the coal mine. Right, right. Mike, big George Foreman. Big George Foreman. How was it? Big letdown. Oh, oh no. It's, it's a lifetime quality movie. And you know the thing you hate about biopics whenever they just quickly glaze over their story? Where it's like, oh, man, I'm struggling. Next scene, I've made $7 million. It's yeah. like, wait a minute, Queen. You didn't go from a band that didn't know each other to top of the Pops TV show in a single scene. So yes, I, that is annoying to me. Yeah, the movie goes from him being a kid to somebody teaching him how to box. Next thing, heavyweight champion. But do they at least go like a super fast forward? I could do that, maybe. It's like a really quick montage, but it feels very corny, very cheesy. The entire acting in this movie is very subpar. That's disappointing. And for such an inspiring story, I left the theater not inspired. You were, he was anti-inspired. <laughs> he took a nap mm-hmm. afterwards. He was de-inspired. <laughs> he had a lot of dreams going in before the movie. Now he just wants to quit everything. And they showcased the match between him and Muhammad Ali. And honestly, I was more interested in Muhammad Ali in the movie than George Foreman. Mm. Was that the rumble in the jungle? I believe so. I don't, I don't know what they called it. It was in a different country, though. Yeah, it was in like Africa, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if that That's was right. the right one or not because Muhammad Ali had a bunch of fights. They all were named. So you wanted more Ali? Yeah, I would have watched another Ali movie instead. Dang, that is disappointing. Big George Foreman gets what grade? I give it two out of five boxing gloves. Eesh. Dang. Wow. I mean, if it's lifetime quality, I'll probably like it. It's not Christmas though, <laughs> I mean. I, I like any lifetime movie. That's it. Mike, thank you. You're welcome. Now I'm de-inspired. <laughs> I'm so uninspired. Yeah, I, want, I want to do nothing. Hope you have a great day. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Mr. Bobby Bones. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10... We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.